Welcome to the Excuse My African podcast. My name is Stella Damasis and I am your host. Join me as I take you on a journey through the eyes of a misrepresented and misunderstood African girl abroad. In this episode, I will talk about a compelling story that I have titled Beyond Religion. I read something on the internet a few days ago and I was really shocked. It was such a strong story, but it was inspirational and it made me think of lives, you know, of Africans, their religions, and no matter how um, into their religion some Africans are, there's still some level of humanity somewhere, some love and appreciation of life somewhere inside of Africans. And I would like to share that with the world, you know. Um, the article I'm going to read is from the Good News network.org they had the most detailed of the story and that's why i want to share it with you today it says because religious freedom is a core american value it is fitting that the u.s department of state presents an annual award for courageous acts in upholding religious freedom anywhere in the world this year one of the five people honored with the international religious freedom award is imam abubakar abdullahi the muslim religious leader who selflessly risked his own life to save Christians who would have been killed without his intervention. Violent attacks in the Barkinladi area of Plateau State between farmers in central Nigeria who are predominantly Christian and nomadic herders who are mostly Muslim dates back to 2013. But in June of last year, the herdsmen launched deadly coordinated attacks in 10 villages that killed hundreds of ethnic Berom farmers. Amidst the mayhem, the 83-year-old imam showed true courage, selflessness, and brotherly love as he protected human lives despite religious differences. While Imam Abdullahi was finishing midday prayers, he and his congregation heard gunshots and went outside to see members of the town's Christian community fleeing. Instinctively, the imam ushered 262 of them into the mosque and into his personal home next door. He then went outside to confront the gunmen and when the attackers asked him about their whereabouts, the cleric refused to give them up. He refused to allow them to enter, pleading to them to spare the Christians inside, even offering to sacrifice his own life for theirs. Although more than 80 people were killed in Nga village that day, Imam Abdullahi's actions saved the lives of a hundred more. After living in Nga for 60 years and leading the Muslim community in a mosque that was built on land provided by the Christian community, Abdullahi's courage in the face of imminent danger and his history of outreach across religious divides demonstrates his lifelong commitment to promoting interfaith understanding and peace now this is a huge inspiration to me that a muslim leader will come out see that the christians are in danger and actually hide them rescue them from being killed 262 people whom this muslim leader saved which tells me that it is possible for interfaith people for christians and muslims to actually have peace if they can just come to an understanding but that's not the reason why I'm really telling you the story. I know that it is inspirational, but the major reason I'm talking about this is because I'm deeply 
hurt and disappointed. First of all, because I didn't expect that it will be the U.S. that will give this man the honor that he deserves. I expected that my country, Nigeria, where this took place, where he comes from, you know, would be the first country to recognize its own. And this is where I actually started to understand the phrase, a prophet is not recognized in his own home, because I don't understand how something like this will happen and the U.S. will be the one to honor him. But Nigeria did not honor him first. I don't know if they've done it now, but as at the time that this news came out, as at the time he was being honored in the U.S., we did not hear of anything about Nigeria honoring this man. Now, I'm African, I'm Nigerian, but when something is going wrong, I have to call it out as well because something great and beautiful and positive has happened in my country. I expect that these are the kind of people that we honor, but instead... We wait for the United States to honor them first and then we'll start to run after them, which does not make sense to me. Another thing that is really shocking to me is that this thing happened last year and the media did not blow it up. I do not get it. I have seen this news from foreign media. The media in Nigeria, the media in Africa did not blow this up because I think that it's a big deal for a Muslim leader to hide and save the lives of 262 Christians. The reason why they should even have blown this up in the media, especially in Nigeria, is the fact that the land that the mosque was built on was provided by the Christian community, meaning that in that community, they actually live in peace. They live and let live. Okay, they don't discriminate. There is peace, there's understanding. The Christians are not adverse to giving land to the Muslims, and the Muslim leader decided to rescue the Christians, which means that they can coexist, they can live in peace and harmony without issues. Now, unfortunately, these herders decided to come with their violence and all of that, and this happened. But this man, this imam, did not forget about the peaceful lives that they have lived. He actually rescued them. Do you know what it means for a Muslim to come out to other Muslims and say to them, I will not let you kill these people? Take my life instead. I would sacrifice myself, but I will not give them up and I will not let you touch them. And he saves them. Imagine if he hadn't done that. We would have lost 262 human beings. Human beings, even, let's not even talk about religion in the first place. The fact that they are human beings, 262 people would have died, you know, and this man did it. And you would expect that a country that's been experiencing this violence, this ethnic disaster, this interfaith or religious war and all of that, you would expect that when someone does something, it's exemplary. It's something that we should celebrate, but no. We wait for the foreigners to celebrate our own before we decide to pay attention to our own. It was because he was honored in the U.S. that a lot of us got to even hear of this man or what he did. And I think we can do better. So this is my call to action. Let us celebrate acts of kindness. Let us celebrate good people, people who've done things, people who are inspirational. When we start to celebrate them and other people see how celebrated they are. Everybody will start to think of their own lives and think of ways to help, think of ways to be kind, think of loving others, think of doing other things because they know that it calls for celebration and it's a positive thing for our country and for the whole of Africa. So I want you guys to, you know, read the story, look at it, and any way you can celebrate people who have done things, do not wait until they are dead, celebrate them today. Thank you for listening to this podcast, and I hope you'll join me again for the next one. You can contact me via email, excusemyafrican at gmail.com, 
or visit the website excusemyafrican.com for more details. Remember to stay positive and give love. <music>